This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey guys, Jason and I over here. I just heard the last episode about Steve King. Uh, It makes us look so stupid that we have him there. But you have to remember, Steve King's district is like the western third of the state. There's nothing there. It's a vast it's very underpopulated and it's full of rural folks. You got to cut us some slack. Anything from like Des Moines East, if we would just have that as a state, we would probably be as liberal and progressive as Minnesota. So you can't blame us for that Western third. But uh, yeah, we're hoping uh, Steve King gets out of there and those people should be ashamed of their vote for him. And uh, once he's gone, we can maybe see a good state come out of the Midwest here. All right. Glory hole. Hey, you dirty sluts. This is Jay from Seattle. I was just listening to your latest episode about you're talking about prayer and fasting, what the fasting is supposed to do. And in my experience with 25 years as a crazy right wing fundamentalist Baptist retard, which thankfully I've risen above at this point, um, the point of fasting is to essentially cause discomfort, which is supposed to remind you that you've got a goal or a purpose, and it's supposed to be like something that's constantly on your mind to remind you that you're supposed to be praying for baby Jesus or Papa Donald or whoever else like it is you're supposed to be praying for. Uh, it's stupid, and it's pretty ridiculous. And then a lot, a lot of times I've seen it get actually pretty dangerous, where like the pastor I had at one point lost like 40 pounds because somebody in the congregation had cancer and he just wouldn't stop fasting because he's a moron. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. Glory, old bitches. Hey guys, this is Bex from the shitty Pocono, Pennsylvania. I'm just calling for the first time. I'm a long-time listener. I love you guys. I want you to know two things. A, enough with the new intro. Just keep it how it was. I like it. I think we all like it. And B is, I fucking love balls. They're amazing. So just to piggyback on what that chick said last week, you know, don't knock them till you try them. Glory hole, motherfuckers. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Flip the button, press the switch there. Did all the knobs. Is there a knob to twiddle? Try twiddling a knob. See if the lights come on. There's no knob. There's always a knob. Mm -hmm. Look under the butt. Mm -hmm. There's a knob. There's a knob. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've got it all sorted out. Mm -hmm. Is the the button recorder. It's going. Putting the sounds in its house or however that works. Recording live from Glory (laughs) Hole Studios in Chicago. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no government. This is episode 400. <laughs> truth? <laughs> well, you know what? I like this episode 453. I would like to say that there is no government, but what we really mean is 800,000 people are furloughed, but that doesn't really mean anything because 450,000 of them are just 
slaves yeah, or they're just, whatever. They're just not. They're just not getting paid. Yeah, yeah, they get they get to go to work, but they don't get to get paid for the work. I have a friend. But we have a long and storied history of doing that to people. I have a friend in the Justice Department, and he was telling me, "Yeah, I uh, I have to go in one day a week, and all the cases that I'm working on." someone else works on for one day a week. So they're basically rotating the schedule. Oh, that's and the- he's like, and basically I can't do anything with any of their cases, but I just say I'm working on it. <laughs> it's like literally they can't all go right. in. What are you supposed to they do? They have to go one all? at a time. And so they're all just going in one at a time. You know, so we're on day infinity five or something. <laughs> Of of the of yeah. the shutdown, and all Trump would have to do is snap his fingers with the Infinity Gauntlet on, and just Ka-tunk. boom, and he could end this entire thing and kill half the population at the same time. It's, <laughs> like I think at this point I would be satisfied if he settled for half the population. Yeah. <laughs> I think like if I think the workers would be too. They'd be like, "Is that the sacrifice?" If twenty twenty rolls by, we still have half of us. Yeah. If we're like, hey, to be honest though, we're, that would be. That might be good. Yeah. If we yeah. have like better odds than Flippy yeah. Cup of getting it to 2020. <laughs> like, pretty good. Because <laughs> oh. I'm not sure no, I, that we do. But I'm yeah, we're you. we're on day who gives yeah, a fuck a anymore yeah. of this fake shutdown. Like, and yeah. I say fake shutdown because, you know, there's some bullshit around this shutdown, right? Because... We shut it down and then we say, well, but a lot of you guys really need to come to work. So you get to come to work, but we're not going to pay you. And then what, what that what that does, part of the message that that sends to the larger populace is that, well, you can shut the government down and my day just goes on as normal. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Maybe I don't need the government. Maybe you shut the government down and all that happens is some fucking hillbillies go off-roading through Joshua Tree and nobody picks up the garbage at Yosemite. <laughs> Right? Right? Yeah. But like, that's only because 450,000 of these people are going to work for free. Yeah. That's it. And they're like, they're your air traffic control guys. TSA people. They're your TSA people. Like, if we want to really like be true about this shutdown, well, we need to shut it all down. Yeah. We need to shut down the FBI, except for the collusion part. Let's keep going with that. Yeah. We need to shut down the FBI. <laughs> so like those guys are coming to work for free. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yeah, no shit, right? Because I'll tell you what, like the first kid that gets kidnapped that calls the FBI and they're like, we're not working today. Yeah, sorry, we're busy. That's a big really? story. I tried to get on an airplane to go see, to go to my grandma's funeral, but there's no airports anymore. Yeah, there's no TSA. That's, we're just no not FBI. doing that anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's, let's do this where we are honest about what government means sure. and what government provides yeah. to us. So that when we do shut it down, it's not this bullshit half measure. You went to work for free for a month nonsense that we're going through now because we're just fucking lying to each other. Yeah. That's all we're doing. You know, it's also a bullshit shutdown in the sense that this could be ended so quickly by so many different parties, right? Oh, yeah. Mitch McConnell has had legislation tried to pass a couple of times and he stifled it. Right. Um, there's been a, the, the president could end it at any point. Uh, one of the things that, that they keep on pressing is this border. It's border. It's gotta be a wall. It's gotta be a wall. Oh, the government, the, 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 uh, the Democrats came back and said they really wanted to steal one. So we're picking out the fucking carpeting, I guess on the wall, <laughs> but you know, like, like this, bu- yeah. it's a bunch of bullshit. It's a, it's a bunch of bullshit. They could easily fix this. And the, the house and the Senate have both come back with Bills that could pass that would provide for border security and open the government. And they haven't been hearing them because they don't have those magic wall words in them. Right. And, you know, like 
this is not what the president's job is. This is not what the executive branch no, is designed no, to do. No. The legislative branch are the guys who are supposed to write the fucking laws. That's why we call that the legislative branch. And the executive branch is there to fucking sign it and to enforce it. Sure. That's it. Yeah. This sort of bullshit where the president sets our national agenda and then tells Congress to go get it done. Yeah. That's senior management, middle management shit. Yeah. That's not three co-equal branches. Right. Right. Exactly. That's, exactly. You know, like if I say like, I want a wall, go figure out how to build me a wall. Well, then I'm senior management telling middle management, go build me a workflow. Right. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that's not what we're supposed to have here. Yeah. It's just not. The president doesn't get Congress to put a bill together that he likes. He should not be able to shut down the government in order to, you know, fucking fold his arms across his chest and have big pouty face yeah. time because yeah. he didn't get fucking mashed potatoes for dinner or whatever. Do you think that that's a symptom of, of Trump coming from sort of that world where he is the CEO, that he thinks that that's how it works? I think that's part of it. I also think it's part of the... Um, Got two and a half decades long overreach of executive power. Yeah, executive power. power yeah. yeah, you know, I the, think you're right. So, yeah. I think we've conf I think we've we've really changed or gotten confused about what the role of the president is, and it certainly has evolved from from what was a co-equal branch of the legislative and judiciary to this new sort of head honcho emperor sort of role that we've got now. Yeah, and this is a bullshit. This is part of this is part of what happens when you have this new power structure, this new power dynamic where the president is really fucking in charge in ways yeah. that uh, I don't think is intended to really be in charge. It's interesting too, because you know that the people that are on the Republican side currently don't mind the overreach, right? They don't care. And they want that overreach as long but as it's then, Republican overreach. Exactly. Right. But then if it's a Democrat, that's yeah. not, that's yeah. not good. And they're like, Oh, uh, Obama, too much overreach. And so there's never going to be, there's, you know, unless you have like the presidency and the, the house and the Senate and are are committed to stopping the overreach, then you'll get it done. But you have to, you have to stifle your own power. Yeah. It'll never happen. And nobody does that. that that's the thing. I'm, I, I, my worry is like those floodgates are open. That yeah. ship has sailed. Right. It's like, whatever your metaphor is like, that's done now. Yeah. That's done now. The only thing that does give me pause is that you know, what we're seeing in this tension, what we're seeing in this shutdown is the legislative body actually exerting some of the control that they're designed right. to exert. Right. So they're, they're holding strong on this is the only thing that is going to begin that equivalence process yeah. that we need to begin to reestablish. And sure. I hope that we do it. I genuinely, like, I hope that we do it because all of this stuff, this is all bullshit, yeah. man. First of all, like a bill was passed to provide back pay to the furloughed workers, right? But what's shocking is that unlike the bill in 2014, which passed unanimously, seven Republicans in, as part of the Freedom Caucus voted against this bill. Freedom Caucus. Freedom. You have the freedom not to get paid for that work you did. Freedom Caucus. And one of the things- They ride that, a bald eagle in yeah. the Senate. Oh, I don't man. think they make that sound. That's what the sound Eagles make. I've think, watched the Colbert show. I don't think they make that That's sound. That's what the, you don't yeah. watch. You didn't watch Colbert. Yeah. They come in, they scrick, ah, like no, that. How, no. No? No, I don't think so. <sighs> what sound do they make? Do they make a sound? They make that, that really high pitch. Like, do they really? Oh, no, they need a caca. 
No, we need we need to pass a law. They need to caca. I can't do it. We need to change it. Uh, they hiss like a snake. They do. They hiss like what are they a, in House Slytherin? Well, they hiss like a snake because they're grabbing the snake from the ground and treading uh, on it. And so, <laughs> no <laughs> step on snake. <laughs> like seven of these dudes were like, "Yeah, we're not voting to give back pay to the furloughed workers." And one of the objections was like, "Look, this this basically puts the government on autopilot. If this thing goes on for three three or six months or longer." Yeah. We don't want these guys getting paid for not working. That's what they said. It's like Love they want to work. Yeah. They want to work. You're you don't want the TSA. Like, imagine what so a shit show. So, like, let's use the TSA as an example, because it's a nice example for, for a lot of reasons. Like, we have this idea, and I also read an interesting article that said, like, well, maybe part of this is Trump's ingenious attempt to show that we can operate on a shoestring, that we can cut half of the federal workers out of the budget and we're still operational. Well, you know, you have to define operational differently, right? Because like, yeah, the fucking benefits coordinator at the TSA doesn't have to show up for work for 25 days, right? And that sucks. But like, you can't, and the TSA, the planes will continue to go in and out for 25 days. But like, there will come a time where we need to hire people and fire people and administrate their benefits. And somebody wants to go on maternity leave and someone's got to do all that. And we can't pretend that because it's not mission critical, that it is not critical. That's such a great point, right? Business has to, it requires all that. It requires all those pieces. Imagine, imagine your company. If you fired your HR guy, right? Just, just use an example. You'd be all right for a week or two. Yeah. But you would not be all right for six months. You can run on fumes. Right. You can run on yes. fumes. That's possible. But the fumes run out eventually. Yeah, because eventually your yeah. business changes, yeah. you know, whatever it is, and you need to do the things that those people do, yeah. and you'll look around and you won't have the expertise to do them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's it's like, these people are working, and they've been working for the better part of a month for free. Now, we used to have a name for that. Yeah. You know, and if you didn't show up, we sent dogs after you, and yeah. it was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. We had a name for that. They had a subway or an underground railroad or something. I don't know. There was was. a bathtub man or something. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know. (laughs) Just very hairy. So, but like, we we have these folks that are going to work, but there's going to come a time where they're not going to be able to afford to continue to do this. Right. And let's be real. Like the TSA, they're going to get a job working security somewhere to feed their family. Man. And your planes aren't going to go out. Right. Because somebody's right now, right now, these things are true. Somebody's car got repossessed because they were one payment away because they were living paycheck to paycheck and they didn't get it. Somebody's car just got repossessed. That's the thing that just happened. Somebody wanted to buy a house. Now they're late on all their payments and they don't qualify for the house they wanted to buy, which means somebody else didn't sell the house, which means that somebody didn't move and somebody else didn't move and somebody's kids didn't go to school. The effects of this are not just, well, they went to work and then they'll get a check when they're done. Like there are costs we don't, Renumerate for these folks yeah. that would even be difficult to quantify, but which are nonetheless real. Another thing that's been happening recently is there's been, we talked about it on last week's show about Steve King and his racist comments Great talking guy. about the white, white national. Go Iowa! White Go suprem- Hawkeyes! What's wrong with white supremacists, guys? I'm just curious. When if, did that become a bad that? word? Why is that? Oh, let's make a Gillette commercial about white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> You can't even whip a black guy in the street anymore or something. <laughs> can't even shave him bald with a Gillette razor. <laughs> can't even bully black people anymore. But uh, but he's like, he's like, uh, it's funny because there's so many people turning on him. And he's now, 
even his base, they went to, I, I was reading something where the, his base, they went to go to fucking Iowa where all these corn <laughs> goblins are in the far, far reaches of Iowa by Mordor or whatever. And they, they show up and all these people are like, yeah, I voted for him in the last 160 elections or whatever, <laughs> but I am l- never going to vote for him again. And not because they don't like him, right? Yeah. They're saying, I like him. I like Steve. He's a great guy, blah, 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 blah. But this is just going to kill him is what they're saying. They're, they're, they're already finding primary candidates to run against him in 2020. They're already looking in Iowa. All they have to do is find a guy who doesn't support white supremacy <laughs> exactly. in 2020. Here, buddy, don't wear any orange and blue with stars. If you can do that <laughs> or this hood, if you don't do either of those things, like this is yeah. the bar I was oh, trying to slither underneath. Of. And I do want to point out that it is the far reaches of Iowa. It's not like a city because someone sent us a message like, hey, man, it's not a city. That is, there's not a city okay, out there. All right. I will apologize yeah. for that too. Nobody thought Iowa had cities. <laughs> <laughs> nobody thought i was surprised by it too like i yeah. like four dudes yeah. jerking each other off in a corn silo <laughs> is a city in iowa <laughs> are you kidding me a city in Iowa? what would a city what's your city des moines <laughs> what do you have an arby's des moines <laughs> that's not a city des have you been to des moines i gotta, I gotta see how many people oh are my in god Two seventeen. My town, my suburb has more people. <laughs> my condo has more people. <laughs> two hundred and seventeen thousand. Uh, Your next biggest city is one hundred and thirty-two thousand. Oh, Cedar Iowa, Rapids. Oh my man. god, Cedar Rapids is where it's at. That's where they have big roller roller coaster, right? In Cedar Rapids. No, 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 <laughs> no. That would be fun. They don't do that in Iowa. No Iowa fun. City is. Scraping the bottom with 75K. Oh, my God. Two. Oh, my God. You know when Omaha almost doubles your shit? I know. Whoa, the big city uh, of Omaha, Nebraska's. (laughs) (laughs) But but Steve King, you know, we we didn't get it on election night. We didn't get our wish on election night. But probably next election or maybe even sooner, there's a possibility they might ask him to step down sooner. I'm, you know, here's, here's something that, like, we should all be ashamed of together. Like, I think this show yeah, is going to have a lot Let's do a, a collective of shaming. But, but honestly, we're, we're in a place where we just, we just excised all of these cancers from our system because of their treatment of women. Right. And we've decided like, you can't play here anymore. Like you're out, right. you're not welcome. Right. Unless you're Brett Kavanaugh. But other than that, well, yeah, I'll, sure. I'll grant you that yeah. one for yeah. sure. But you know, like, we got we got rid of Al Franken, for example. Sure. Because he took a photo yeah. that was in very, very poor taste, yeah. right? That is that pales in comparison to this concept. No, absolutely. That like absolutely. those many of those moments absolutely pay and, and not to suggest that they're not serious. But what what I find disturbing and shameful is that this isn't the same kind of automatic grounds where we're not just like, fuck, wait, you said what? Yeah. You're out on your ass. Not like, oh, we're not, you're not allowed to sit on these committees anymore. Yeah, that's what happened. You're not allowed to sit on these committees. He got pulled out of two committees. Yeah, Yeah, you're fired. Yeah. You're fired. If somebody at my work said that, they're gone. They have the power to censure him. They have the power to stop him from speaking at all. They they need to remove him from off. They need to put enough political pressure on him. 
that they remove that fucking yeah. guy from office. Where, where somehow he he gets out. Force him to resign. Yeah, force him to resign. I think yeah. that's absolutely true. Do you want to talk a little bit about this Gillette ad, Tom? Let's. let's it's, it's the best ad I ever saw. It's the best I can get. This ad can get is Gillette. So this Gillette ad came out this week. Um, it's, it's causing a big stink. A lot of people are talking about it and, and, and that was the aim. I mean, let's just get oh, that sure, out of, of it. Course, the aim yeah. is so that people talk about it and we want to get that out of the way first. Yeah. Gillette knocked yeah. it out of the park in terms of like creating a cultural phenomenon. Absolutely. Right. right. Yeah. Just like that Nike ad that we were talking about before when we talked about on the show that Nike oh, yeah, ad yeah, Colin with Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. So yeah, like, like they, they did a good job. Um, of making sure that they could, you know, that people are going to talk about it. But the ad, if you haven't seen it, uh, find it. It's everywhere. But uh, if you if you watch the ad, the ad is basically a, uh, it starts out with uh, uh, talking about like sort of old timey Gillette ads, the best a man can get. And then they start talking about all the different uh, things that are happening recently. Toxic masculinity, uh, the Me Too movement, you know, those cyber bull- bullying. bullying. Yeah. And then it goes through... Uh, a sort of very heartstringy ad mm-hmm. of showing people getting bullied, showing people getting sexually harassed, showing people getting, you know, talked over in meetings and things like that, like women getting talked over in meetings. And then it finally ends with people sort of standing up to those people and saying, hey, fucking knock that shit off. And men can be better, basically. Is right. What, what the, the, the end yeah. message is, men can be better. And uh, we both saw the ad. Tom hadn't seen it until a few minutes ago. We watched right. it together. I had saw I had watched it this week because our fan page is blowing up about it. A lot of people talking about it. And a lot of people feeling a little threatened by it. A lot of guys feeling a little threatened by it because they their immediate reaction was, well, hey, man, like, I don't, I'm not like that. I don't, I don't, I don't need a commercial to tell me not to bully people. What the fuck? Like I'm, I would never do that. And you know, I, I feel like I'm being preached at by this commercial and stuff. And, uh, one of the things that I want to mention, I, I mentioned it on the fan page, but I want to mention it here is that, um, I understand that reaction. I understand the pushback to that yeah. reaction. I understand that reaction because on this show, you and I, a while back, we had used a trans slur and we didn't know it was a slur. We said it. We got a, a, two days later, we got a message from a listener who said, hey guys, just so you know, that's a slur. You clearly didn't, they, they knew that we didn't right. mean it. Um, and they sent us a media guide along with it. And initially, I remember talking to you about this. I was a little angry about getting that email. Mm-hmm. And I was angry because I felt like I was an ally. The whole time I've been an ally to this, to this movement, to, uh, you know, LGBT movement. I've been, you know, an ally the whole time. And I felt like, you know, what, well, don't you listen to us? Like, what the hell? Did, don't, I mean, come on, you know that I'm with you. Right. And, uh, and I stopped and I thought about it and I thought, you know, there's going to be somebody out there, a chance that somebody's out there and they're going to hear that, that slur that I made and they're going to be hurt by it. And why should I hurt somebody just for my own selfishness in that way? So I stopped using it. You stopped using it. We haven't used it since. <clears throat> and, um, so I understand being part of the, a group that's, that's being called out and saying, well, wait a minute. I'm a fucking ally here. I understand right. that. But there are people out there who need to see this ad and hear this stuff because they are the, they're the target. Not you. You're not the target. You know, there's something that's like a couple, couple of things. One is just a throwaway comment, but I think it's interesting that like Nike and Gillette and other companies of similar, like they're able to generate buzz simply by making media that puts them on the right side of history. And I, it occurs to me that like, it should be harder to get attention than to just say the things which we know are easy truths about yeah. how to be on the right side of history. Sure. 
The fact that it is not, the fact that this commercial is controversial tells you everything you need to know about this message has not obviously reached everybody. If this message had already reached all of its audience, if this was, if there was no necessity for this kind of messaging, then this messaging would be like, yeah, whatever. I don't remember that commercial. Right. Right. It would just it would, wash over you. It would be like yeah. any other commercial. It would be like a GI Joe PSA. It would have no more emotional impact than that. Right. Sure. The fact that it's so that people are so reactive to it is enough in and of itself to say like, well, there's there's still a lot to react against here. There's still there's still something going on that this speaks to. I I like you when I first saw it thought, yeah, absolutely. I just I don't see a problem with it. But I also understand if somebody is, you know, getting they they have that pushback. They have that natural reaction mm -hmm. to push back and say, not me. And it, there's that that joke hashtag, not all men or mm -hmm. not all, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. You know, not because it, it was because there was. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it was a reaction to the Me Too movement, but it was it was that not all men hashtag, yeah. right? Because women were saying, look, I was sexually harassed or assaulted. Me too. Another woman. I was sexually harassed or assaulted. Me too. Basically saying me too, me too. And there's a bunch of guys who feel threatened by that. Like, oh, I didn't, I've never done that. Right. I've never done that. Not all men do that. That's not what they're saying. Right. And the problem is, is that you're missing each other. Yeah. Like you're missing each other. One person saying one thing, the other person is thinking that they're talking to them. They're not talking. It's not about you, man. Right. Yeah. And that's the problem is that people want to make yeah. it about themselves. It's not about you. Yeah. I, I think that that's, like when you watch the Gillette commercial, I think that's a great point, right? <clears throat> the Gillette commercial is not about like, you're probably doing this, cut it out. Yeah. Right. I think if you watch the Gillette commercial, what struck me about, about that commercial, I watched it just a handful of minutes ago. And I thought like the, the, the part of the world I don't want to live in is a part of the world where like I watched that commercial and then somebody says, well, that was controversial. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I look at that commercial and I think like, yeah, that's like, like that's basic enough that like if that's what you teach your kids, or that's how you behave, that's that's literally a minimum standard. Yeah, you know, that's that's minimum standard shit. Um, yeah, don't bully people, right? Yeah, I mean, are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Right, right. And like, there's a there's a scene in it. Let's talk a little bit about like some of the pieces of it. There's a scene in it where like these people are at a barbecue, and this one kid is beating up another kid at the barbecue. And the one dad turns to, and he's like beating up the little kid. And he like turns to him. He's like, ah, boys will be boys. And then the other dad just comes over and it's like, hey, that's not how we behave. And I yeah. thought like, who doesn't do that? Yeah. Who just watches some kid beat up another kid? That's you, your kid is beating up another kid. And you're just like, ah, it's just what he does. Like sometimes he just hits people. Yeah. Like, holy shit. I would let my dog bite people. Yeah. Right. I'm not an asshole. Right. I, like you're not trying like. Like these moments are so basic. And I, I watched this thing and I thought like, my God, if this is controversial, we aren't there yet. Oh yeah. Like, we need we're it. So then we still need it. Shame on us. Yeah. We still need shame it. Shame on us for, for having a controversy. Yeah, absolutely. Like I can't think of a moment of that commercial that is controversial. Yeah. And so like when it happens and then there's this big, like, 
oh, it's now this cultural moment, moment, you know, we all have to contend with the message of the Gillette commercial. Oh my God. Well, what's the message? Well, you know, the message is don't play grab ass with your secretary. <laughs> right? Right. I'm being, like, I'm being honest. I'm, I'm Troy McClure. You can't do this anymore. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and like when a woman speaks, don't say what she really meant yeah, right. was. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, unless you knew what she really meant. Yeah. <laughs> Say it yeah. better because or, she yeah, told exactly. it to you the day before, or you're her <laughs> interpreter. Those are the three ways. I'll allow either one of those. <laughs> but I mean, like for fuck's sake, yeah. like, it, like there's nothing, there's nothing to react to no. except for to be like, yeah. oh god, we shouldn't need that. Yeah, it's like if you fart in public. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And somebody looks at you, just like, the fuck did you? What the <laughs> fuck? And you're just like, oh, should I fart here? <laughs> 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 What? No! What did you were you raised by animals? What is wrong? What's so happening? We watch a whole July commercial of people partying and farting in public, and everybody just waving and being like, "What is happening over there? Stop doing that!" Because, like, for real, like, if if this is controversial, then maybe we don't get better yeah. than this. And, uh, you're right. Like, maybe maybe no. maybe that's it. Like, maybe like the best a man can get is be like. I'm going to use the razors to slip my wrists in the bathtub tonight because I can't live like yeah. this. The best we can get is global warming will kill us in five years. That's yeah. the best we can get. I mean, like for real, that kid in that video is like walloping on the yeah, other kid. The show, the other one, and yeah. the moment I'm supposed to be like, huh, body is my head scratch when the dad's like, that's not how we treat other people. Or like, it's like the kid who's being bullied, he's being chased by like enough kids that a luck dragon yeah. is his only hope. Exactly. Of right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's, like, there's like six kids. I know. Chasing this guy. I know. And like, I've never in my life been in a situation where six kids yeah. are chasing one. Person. I was, I've never been in that situation either. They caught me and beat me up. Right. But, like, yeah. <laughs> like, but if I were, and I was just like, well, that kid's going to get his yeah. ass kicked yeah. anyway, hot dogs for lunch. Right. What right. the fuck? Right. What the fuck? No, we we can't even live in a world where these messages are not taken for granted. Right. That's the depressing part. That's, that's the part depressing. we should all be like, well, that's I Trump's the president, and somehow we turned left on the continuum. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> what happened here. God has no place within these walls, just like facts have no place within organized religion. Okay. So here we go on this one. This is from the uh, Friendly Atheist blogs over at Patheos. Indiana. Try to restrain your shock, Cecil. Mm. Uh, so GOP legislator in the great state of Beth sponsors bill to teach creationism in public schools. This is State Senator uh, Dennis Cruz. Um, and he's been around for actually quite a long time. Right? Yeah. Uh, not, a, not a new guy to the legislative scene in Indiana. All right. So... Here's what here's what Senate Bill 373 actually requires. There's three parts of this bill. These, by the way, will do so much to help the children for the learnings. Right. Like you right. could put these up in the fucking Zoolander school for children who don't read good or whatever. My, my favorite is the first one. Like absolutely. So here's what you have to do. The first tells schools to put up a quote durable poster or framed picture. <laughs> durable poster. Why is someone going to ejaculate on it? What is happening? <laughs> oh man, is that a semi-permanent poster? 
Uh, it's like, yeah, it's I, like, I don't know the answer uh, to that, sir. Is that durable? Yeah. Is it? Can you rip why, it? Well, why I do mean, we have all these what? posters made out of rice paper? I don't even understand why we're doing this. <laughs> tore right in half. Well, you tore it. What the fuck? Just don't do it's that. It's like super dainty, and you're like trying to pin it on the wall. Fuck it, ripped again. Oh my god. god, damn it! This is three hundred year old <laughs> parchment. Like what the fuck? <laughs> A durable poster or frame picture that says, in God we trust. Um, and it says, and don't think you can get away with a small little thing either. Bill specifies the poster must be at least four inches in height by 15 inches in width. Wait, that's not very big, is it? Uh, well, I mean, it's girthy. Four inches? 15 four inches, inches in width. Four inches. Let me pull out my deck. Four inches of height. Okay, it's three yeah. decks. Three and a half? Four decks. <laughs> <laughs> four inches in height and then 15. Isn't that like a a legal pad folded in half. <laughs> like, that's really not that big. And it must include print large enough to fill the dimensions established by this subdivision. I like that, too, because yeah. some asshole administrator like me would be like, I will have four oh, yeah. inches by 15, Don't and I will worry. print that thing in, like, 0.25 font. <laughs> exactly. You need a in microscope. In left-hand corner. You need an electron scanning microscope. Right. I'm going to print it on the atom. So it's got to say, in God we trust, like, like, there's a couple of things about that. One, how do you know how much I trust God, right? Like we're trying to like enforce the level of trust that yeah. you have in a deity. Yeah. Like you're going to send them off to their trustometer. Like what exact, how exactly do you measure? But you know, like in any relationship that has trust, mm -hmm. the relationship has to have something you trust someone to do for you, <laughs> right? That's true. Or to not do Right. For you. Yeah. So I'm not even sure how you would trust God. Like, what would I trust him to do? Like, I got cancer. Well, I trust God. Mm. Fuck. Okay, I would have trusted him more if he didn't give me the cancer. I'm not going to lie about that I'm going to trust him to have a whole fleet of angels playing the sad trombone for right. me when I die from bone cancer. What? Like, like I, 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 it's funny because like I did think about that. Like, I, I'm not even being facetious. I don't even know what that phrase really means. Yeah. Like in a functional way. I don't either. Yeah. In God, we trust. Yeah. Do you trust God? Yeah. Uh, to do what? Like, they just implicitly like, well, I got, I trust him not to fuck around on me, I guess. Like <laughs> I, the sign though. What? The sign is up for the student. Like you're putting it up. Like you're not putting it up for the administrators, right? right like it's not right. for the administrators. It's for the students. Right. And so it's supposed to be like, you put a sign up so that you could tell students, Here's where the assembly hall is. Here's when lunch is. Here's how, what a periodic table looks right. like, right? You tell you're showing them something. And so you're telling them something. And and when you tell them in God we trust, what I wonder is you're almost like enforcing it, right? Like that's like a rule on the yeah. wall. It's like this a is rule something now. we do here. Yes, yeah, this is something we well, like how do you measure the trust? No, I just don't right, get yeah. it. Well, I like uh, the other part it's of like that a might thought be police like, thing yeah, too, right? right? Yeah. Well, is either that or it's like it's to subtly just form the thoughts by bombarding them with like oh, right, right. Messages, I see what you mean. Sure, you know, yeah. like, like it's, it's a it's indoctrination. Yes, it's just around so much that it becomes part of your I everyday. Yeah. So that you're just like, I trust God. And people yeah. are like, to do what and why? And you're just like, I read a sign in middle school. <laughs> I don't where, remember. where I got all my values. <laughs> <laughs> Signs in middle school. An owl once told me it was bad to lie. So I don't like what? Also, only I can prevent forest fires. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and abstinence. Well, that's why I have four kids. All right. So. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. So the second one I don't have a problem with. Like if you're offering comparative religion class and you want to include the Bible, yeah, like, I don't mind that. Either. It's Western Whatever, civilization. Seems like a yeah. good call. Yeah. I mean, like if you are doing religions of Japan, maybe it's not included. Yeah. But right. Like, yeah. But if it's like a comparative it's, survey yeah, of religions, like, fine. I, yeah, that seems like one of the top three. <laughs> like, I agree. Yeah. That's fine. All right. And the final one is the governing body of a school corporation may require the teaching of various theories concerning the origin of life, including creation science. Within the school corporation, so basically, that's back. And I, I, I give it's. How many times is that going to rear its ugly head? I know, I know. And then it's going to go to the court, and the court's going to be like, "Oh my god, do I have to dig up a scopes?" Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> are we still doing? Are we still adjudicating this? We lost that one, I think. We we did lose we that. Lost that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's like, wait, this question's been settled. Yeah. It's so fucking settled. You're both pretty. Like, yeah. stop. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I know. They've got to get top billing, right? They've right. got to get top billing. It's, 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 when I read through this, though, the first thought was like, yeah, Mike Pence. Like, that's the first thing that they're, because oh, he's yeah. associated it's with Indiana for garbage state. Yeah. Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain. And you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa. And you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. So this story comes in Huffington Post, but it's also just everywhere. Uh, Karen Pence is working at a school that bans LGBTQ employees and kids. Now, this is uh, this is Vice President uh, Mike Pence's wife, uh, Karen Pence. You might know her as mommy or mother. Mother, mother I think. Mother, mother, I think, is what yeah. he calls his wife. Mother Clucker. Gah! It's fucking weird. It is weird. So weird. She works at a school that like basically makes you sign something if you're going to be an employee there that says, I'm totes not gay, I promise. And then if it turns out it's you're more than gay, that, though, it's more than that. I want to read it. It, it says it's talking about moral misconduct on this thing. It says qualifications for employees include, but is not, li- but are not limited to such behaviors as the following heterosexual activity outside of marriage, pre- premarital sex, cohabitation or extramarital sex. Homosexual or lesbian sexual activity. Why well, make the distinction? Um, polygamy, <laughs> right? Aren't they the same? I mean, like yeah. one is it's like it's like one smaller Venn diagram or something. Yeah. Like I don't even get it. Polygamy isn't polygamy just extramarital sex? Yeah, I mean, like again, it's like you, you could just have one big Venn diagram here. Transgender identity, any other violation of the unique roles of male and female. That seems. I weird. like math. You're out of this school, girl. <laughs> sexual harassment. <laughs> Or viewing of pornographic material or websites. Those are your things that so nobody uh, can go. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like nobody's ever going to go. Our employees are limited to no employees. <laughs> it's just, it's going to be just like a fucking hedgehog. It's just like the principal of the school. Like really? Yeah. So no premarital sex cohabitation. Nobody that watches porn. Yeah. Like that's not even X. Ex- that just excludes every heterosexual. Like the only people that can work here are like liars, incels and liars. liars. Yeah. Liars. Yeah, right. That's liars. who works here. Yes. People who are like, I never looked at no pornographic material on that. What's the website called that has pornographic material? <laughs> what is internet. it? It sounds gross. <laughs> what is that? What is that website? It don't sounds disgusting. Send don't, me a book. Just tell me what it is though. So I don't go there. I just want to make sure I don't go there. I want to not look at what you're also so tell not me seeing. Hub? 
What is it again? <laughs> Pornhub? Oh, that sounds gross. Really Ugh, gross. The whole is it, hub of it. Is it one word? Means I can get a lot of different options. Is it just one word? Dot com? Is, is it that dot, it? dot com, right? I just want to make sure it's on my net nanny. <laughs> they have a mobile friendly yeah. site? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh the application God. says that the school believes marriage unites one man and one woman. And that a what wife- is it, like a three-stage rocket? Like, what is, <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> I mean, the marriage- oh. Oh, shit. And it says that the wife is commanded to submit to her husband as the church submits to Christ. <laughs> Jesus. The, Christ. The, the, this, is the, this is the vice president's wife. So you get like, it is reasonable to think that he shares these views. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. all of the available evidence about him is that he shares these views. Yeah, I'm not shocked at all that she's part of something like this. This is this is the the most egregiously narrow-minded view of Christianity possible. Yeah. And we are one hamburger away. <laughs> one hamburger. <laughs> you got to look out for the hamburger. <laughs> rabble, rabble. <laughs> there's there's, there's nothing- a hilarious meme this week that showed him standing with all the hamburgers <laughs> and he's in the hamburglar outfit and it says, don't worry, I got Taco Bell to pay for it all. <laughs> Jesus, you saw all the fucking hamburglers though that he had on the the table, right? Oh, all I the did. Different yeah, Big I Macs did. And whatnot. Yeah, it's so funny. The first comment I saw about that. Um, this is where I'm going to refresh everybody's memory here. This is uh, Trump. This week had uh, posted a photo of him hosting the Clemson kids who just beat Alabama in the college footballs, and uh, he was hosting. I think it was Clemson um, at the at the White House, but there's a shutdown, <laughs> so they. They didn't have people to prepare the food. And so he bought a bunch of ham, what he called hamburgers, <laughs> which I misspelled hamburgers. And he, and he has a bunch of those and, and hot coffee. And, and, yeah, and he, he had them. He had them all on a table on a silver platter with candles. And uh, he had a bunch of hamburgers and a bunch of Wendy's stuff, Big Macs, whatnot. And, uh, and so he served the Clemson kids fast food because we didn't have a shutdown. But the first comment I saw, which was fucking hilarious was, oh yeah, I have no idea where the president who owns a hotel down the street could possibly get this catered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I like to that. Like a couple of things he bragged about using his own money right. for that. And yeah. it's like, yeah, but you are also bragging about being a billionaire. Right. Right. You have billions yeah. of dollars. You're yeah. bragging about like, I sprung off the dollar menu for yeah, these kids. I know, yeah. It's a couple thousand bucks. Yeah. Big fucking yeah. deal. It's a couple, you know what I mean? For the like, president, that shouldn't be a lot. A couple thousand bucks. For a billionaire? All of your federal employees are going without that th- couple thousand no, dollars no, right, right now. Yeah, literally, so, who cares? Yeah. Like, it's not even... It's yeah. so, like, measured against the wealth he claims to have, it's not even generous. I know. Right. It doesn't right. even count as You generosity. should tip that to the doorman every time right. you leave a building. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and then, like, he also tweeted something like, Rather than have the first and second lady make these kids a bunch of salads, I bought them these hamburgers. <laughs> hamburger <laughs> grillers. It's like, it's like, you know, like women don't just make salads. Like they'll get you a sandwich too. <laughs> it was so sexist uh, oh though. It was gosh. so funny. It's it like so bad. And like the, the idea is like, these are a bunch of high school, like, like not high school, but like a bunch of like college, college athletes. Yeah. They're not going to want to eat a salad. And it's like, well, okay, well then 
make them something else. They're also, you know, they're also athletes. These are kids who are paying attention to what they eat. They probably have a a team nutritionist. Right. You know what I mean? Like they don't want a fucking Big Mac. Right. They probably don't want it, nor can they use it. I know their season's over now, so maybe it's a big cheat day, but still. Can you imagine blowing cheat day on cold Big Big Macs? Macs? Because like all that food is cold too. Like enjoy your cold, shitty French fries from a garbage restaurant. And you know what's funny? <laughs> what's hilarious about this is you look at how it looks and it's it's the president is standing there, big smile on his face, and you have a bunch of hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop saying it. It's, it's so the best. Funny. A bunch of these all wrapped up all really nicely and they're on a silver platter. And it reminds me of the comment, whoever made it, I don't remember who, that Trump is... A poor man's version of a rich man. Yes. Trump is yeah. a weak man's version of a strong man. He's a dumb person's version of a smart man. And you see this in him. When you see this, you're just like, it's so fucking white trash. Yes. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. You see it and you're just like, Jesus Christ, you're the worst. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> you know, first off, I don't really care that some kids threw the football really hard at each other and they won a thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't right. matter to me. I didn't watch the game. It mattered to a bunch of other people. That's fine, whatever you like. It doesn't matter to me. But you know what? If you have a tradition of inviting these kids there to go there, they should be treated well, right? You shouldn't just be like, okay, guys, this is the White House. I'm gone. I'm going to go upstairs and watch the nightly news. You guys just show yourself up. Right. There should be something nice that they that they do if you're doing a tradition of it. Yes. I, it's... <laughs> It's so funny because, like, I saw that same picture. And I was like, this is America in a picture. It is. Absolutely. Right? It's just like, it's it's everything wrong. But if you put it on a silver platter and grin in front of it like a yeah. fucking gaping idiot, yeah. somehow that's supposed to make it better. Yeah. It's like, I put the obesity crisis <laughs> on a silver platter. <laughs> And I grinned like a fucking moron in front of it. Uh, And now I'm classy. I I also felt too, when I was thinking about it, was like, it really felt like it was a distraction from the shutdown. And I felt almost like he wanted this publicity. He doesn't care that he's being made fun of about this because it was pulling away from the bad publicity of the shutdown. I think part of the messaging in it, inherent in that is like, look, America can still get by with its, you know, nothing more American than McDonald's, right? So America can still get by. We don't need all this fancy stuff. The government works on a shoestring. We can have these kids over and feed them our hamburgers. We don't need a private chef in order to do it. America, America. We're always here to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and make do with what we got and, yeah, yeah. you know, all that shit. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, what, what you're missing out of all of that is like, your solution is bad. Yeah. It's still a bad, yeah. low-rent, classless, <laughs> shitty solution that provides only the ghost of sustenance. Right, right. You know, which is just like all of your rest of your messaging. Yeah. <laughs> it is the it is the so ghost of substance. Ready to stick it in the glory hole? Get links to their Facebook, Twitter, and if you still use it, Google Plus account at their website, dissonancepod.com. If you need to be all discreet about it, contact them by email at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a ransom message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. 
Want to hear Cognitive Dissonance commercial-free and gain access to exclusive content, including full patron-only shows? Head to patreon.com forward slash dissonancepod and become a patron to support the show on a per-episode basis. Love commercials? Not ready to become a patron? Give the guys a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or tell your buddies in the drunk tank about the show. We want to send a big sloppy glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. This is a, uh, from the Patheos blogs, this is God Zooks, which I've never used God Zooks yeah, before. I've never seen God Zooks. I've never used God Zooks. This is, this website gives me the willies. It's like a Christian <laughs> Stepford Wives. Um, and yeah, I mean, kind of. So this is a, um, basically like a YouTube blog channel. Vlogger. It's a vlogger. Yeah. It's, vl- it's vlogging. Um, and it's, it's too, as, as this website describes it, winsome, wholesome looking Christian blondes from Texas. Um, and they're, they're teaching girls. So this is, this is one of those like girls teaching girls, right? How to, um, subjugate themselves properly for the pleasure of the male folk. And it is, it's not much different in that respect. And the reason I grabbed this story, it's not much different in that respect than like when the, you know, the Republicans will seize on their one black friend to criticize black people. We got to criticize black lives matter. Let's get our black friend out here. Sure. To do it. yeah, it's yeah. kind of the same thing, right? You get a couple of good looking blonde, young blonde girls to come out and say like, Hey, here's the message. And there's really nothing shocking about this message. This is that age old Christian message. Yeah. It's, this is a promise keepers type of message. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. the right, yeah. the right piece of it. But like what, what I think is particularly like troublesome about it is who's doing the messaging. You know, it matters who do, who who presents sure, your message. Absolutely, it matters a lot. Absolutely, so. it, it lends it a, le- a level of 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 credibility that you might not get if yeah. they were if it was being mansplained to all these girls. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. You yeah. know, if I said the same thing, it's patronizing, right? Yeah. And it's because it's to my explicit benefit. Right. The world, like their worldview, let's be honest, is to my explicit benefit as yeah. a as a white dude. Like, it'd be like, well, we just want to like cook and clean and make your house and everything you say is right. It'd be like, that's hard for me to say. I don't like that. Yeah, right, right. Right? But it's interesting because one of the things that they say in this and one of the things that I see is done, because it's a, it's a large portion of this video, is when they're talking about whether or not a girl should date a non-religious guy. Yes. Like, is it, if you're a, a Christian girl, should you date a non-religious guy? And I personally go, of t- I have, I'm of two minds on that. I think if you're really into each other and stuff, like, you know, like nobody's asking my advice, but I, I would say, no, like, I'm if, curious you're, you know, if I, if I'm, if you're really into each other, I think that there, you can absolutely reach a common understanding as long as, uh, as long as you're willing to be flexible in your belief structure. If you're not willing to be flex- flexible at all, if you're 100% like, and, and these girls are non-flexible. So they're, right. if they're 100% non-flexible, there's nowhere to go with that, right? If the girl is 100% non-flexible, the guy is 100% non-flexible and the other person isn't, you know, and is, wants to try to, and they, they don't, aren't the same exact religion, you're probably not going to go anywhere. And so I think that there has to be some sort of willingness to meet in the middle. The girls talk about five different points they say the five reasons why you shouldn't date a non-religious guy. And I want to read the five points. One, we won't share the same values. Two, don't have the same mission of sort of helping other people, et cetera, and being, you yeah. know, in Christ. 
Three, they can't lead you. Four, they won't share the same worldview, which sounds a lot like values and mission, but anyway. And then five, can't seek the Lord together. These all sound like the same thing. They really sound like, a lot like the same thing. It sounds huh. like you're making the same point five times. Right. That's what it sounds like to me. What if I wrote it again? Yeah. Um, It'll still be the same. But it's interesting because you got a, I got a chance to see this because I, I, you know, you hear this question as an atheist. You hear this question and we get asked this yeah. question on occasion. You hear it and see it a lot. Um, and I'm, I was curious to see what the, the religious people would say. And they said, no, you yeah. shouldn't. You won't find the same common ground. That doesn't surprise It doesn't surprise me, yeah, it me doesn't either. It doesn't surprise me. I, I think the way that it can work is if one person, probably the less religious person, doesn't really care very much. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, I think if it really, I think if, if, if your worldview, if that part, if that's an important part of your worldview, and it's a really important part of the other person's worldview then you almost have to agree not to talk about it. Yeah. You know, I, I, or you just, you just go like, like for many years in my marriage, um, my wife was a Catholic for many years. I just went along with it. I wasn't right. going to Catholic to, to, to Catholic mass every week, right? but on a couple occasions a year, she'd asked me to go and I'd go. And right. so you just, I just did it. Like right. you just did it. She's not a Catholic anymore, but she was at the time. Mm -hmm. Her beliefs have evolved since then. And were your you beliefs know? real strong at the time? I, I was an atheist. I was yeah. definitely an atheist when I met her. I was but I mean, like how much did it matter to you? I guess is why I'm curious. I'm, I'm genuinely know, curious. Like, I, did when it I was, matter to you that you were an atheist at the time? Uh, it didn't matter to me that, uh, that we, I was an, I was an atheist and a vocal atheist, but yeah. I was it never mattered to me that that she she liked it or that she wanted to right. do it. That wasn't bothered. a place yeah, where you had to connect. Yeah, and it and it was a place that I went to make sure that she felt comfortable there. So just like if, you know, if I didn't like watching a, you know, like we all do things for the people that we love. We do those things whether we, you know, whether we like them or not sometimes. Wait, we do? And so like write that. sometimes you'll watch a movie that you don't want to fucking watch, no, right? No. You won't do that ever? No, I won't do that. Yeah, sure. How <laughs> 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 was Dirty Dancing? <laughs> Whatever, shut up. But seriously. That abortion movie has a it, lot of it dancing. It does. It does have a lot of dancing. <laughs> it should have It should have had marionettes, abortion marionettes dancing. <laughs> but uh, but seriously, like, like you do things that, you know, you might not like and you might not enjoy, but you do it butt because stuff. because you want to. I don't do the butt stuff. <laughs> I know what you mean. But, you know, like you just do it because you want to make sure that the other person is enjoying themselves or having a right. good time or whatever. And so, you know, that's what a relationship is all about. And I feel like, too, when I see people that are really rigid on this, yeah. I say, well, you probably wouldn't be good to be in a relationship with anyone. You know, I don't know. Like, I think that there's some things that you can say, like, look, this is something that's, I, this is something I'm, I need in my life. You know, I need, I need somebody who thinks about the world in fundamentally the same way I think about the world. So like, I, th I think like that can be like a place where you need to connect sure, with somebody. I, I think agree. that there's places yeah. where you say like, yeah. I need to connect in these places. If we don't connect in these other spaces, that's okay. I think that, I think that makes sense. I, I think it's kind of great that they're like, yeah, I don't want to non relate It's just like, well, good. And nobody's going to waste their time. Yeah. You right. Know? As long like, as you're upfront with that, yeah. that's great. Know what you need. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> know what you need. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I have had experience with a lot of different religious people in my life. Yeah. And they've always, they know I'm a humanist. They know I'm not religious. They know I don't believe in a God. I don't believe in a higher power. But they always come out respecting me because they find out I'm a good person. Right. Right. And I feel like, you know, if you're two good people, whether or not you believe on where those, you know, yeah. where the where the buck stops, so to speak. You can probably you can, find that. You can find yeah. that common ground. Yeah. I think that it's that yeah, is totally possible. Right. It would, you know what I think would be hard is like, 
like, you know, those people, you know, that are, um, they want to solve a problem in part by praying about it. Let's pray about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be hard. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. That would be real. Like I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I could do that. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. I wouldn't be able to do that either. But you I've know? never prayed. I've I've been involved in prayer many times in my life, but I've never prayed. Yeah. With those people, right? Like later on in life, I did when I was a kid, but not not once I became an atheist. I'm talking about after I became an atheist. I was involved in the room. I was in the room. Okay, we're all gonna pray. No, we're not all gonna pray. You're gonna pray, and I'm gonna stand here with my hands folded, waiting till you're done praying. Yeah. Because there's nothing I can do until that. And I'm not going to be rude and I'll be there and I'll watch yeah. them do it. And that's fine. Right. But I'm not part of that. But like if somebody's like problem solving. Oh, yeah. Technique. I don't think I could. I don't think that would be very hard. But I also don't think that I could ever get to a a level of. I almost feel like they're going to self-select out of that relationship well earlier. Yeah, I, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, like the there are these girls. Saying, like, yeah. There are these girls. These yes. girls are going to say. Yeah. Right. Well, I want to pray about it. Well, Jesus Christ, you need to go back on Tinder. Yeah. You know, you need to figure something out. A Christian grinder or whatever you want. I don't even know. I pray that you swipe left next time. Christian grinder would be awesome. Christian, Christian grinder. Get banged by some dude. Can we pray about this afterwards? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Oh, my God. All right, this story's from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Rick Joyner, California wildfires were the result of your sin. This is for you guys. I I like this because of the your. It made me laugh, just the headline part of it. Like, it's because of your sin. All right, I'm going to play this. This is Rick Joyner. There's one sure thing that we're given thousands of years ago and told why these events. They love their lens flares, though. I know you guys can't see this, but this is just lens flare again. Now there's a sunset with a lens flare. Do you remember? Maybe you didn't. I I went to Methodist church and there was like, there were these like pamphlets you could take at the end. I forgot what they were called. Like the fucking good news or I don't. I, you went I to a Methodist up. church. Yeah. Was it in Indiana? Methodist. <laughs> That's why I was so jittery as a kid. <laughs> oh my god! I got all my homework done in ten minutes. No, you were a fat kid. You went on <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> you look back on your childhood obesity and wish you were taking Meth, speed. Yeah. <laughs> like, would have been better. Uh, um, I remember. There's, but anyway, there, there were these like every week you could take this like. Uh, fucking read it and weep paddle. I don't remember what it was called, but it always had this sort of that actually. (laughs) It always had this sort of like bullshit inspirational image on it. And I want to say like seven out of 10 of them was like the ray of light coming through the cloud shaft thing. Sure. So when I was a little kid, I was convinced that that was like God looking down through the clouds. And so then after I thought that, I remember thinking like, well, then he can only see what's like, like one little right in the, all the rest of us. He can't. He's so myopic. <laughs> I remember being like, oh man, that's how like, God can see them. Like, well, he can't see shit. <laughs> I was so you literal. Just, you look up at the sky, like pull back a little, <laughs> pull back away from the clouds a little. But this is like the same shit. It it's is. like, it's like it inspirational yeah. light based <laughs> imagery. <laughs> like, all right. Come. I'm talking about the warnings that the Lord gave us through his prophets, beginning with Moses and on, that this is going to be the result of your sin. If you turn from following the Lord and you start calling good evil and evil good and and honoring the dishonorable and dishonoring the honorable, these are... 
Doing all the opposites, opposite day. <laughs> Bizarro world, guys. We're going to be the consequences. And it talks about storms. It talk, talks about earthquakes. And it talks about fires. Well, good, because we've been earthquake, storm, and fire free for so long. <laughs> Man, now they're just everywhere, Tom. We got earthquakes now. We haven't had, I, we haven't had them forever since no. Moses, right? You know what's amazing to me is like you think about like Las Vegas. Yeah. No earthquakes, very few storms, no fires. Yeah. It's sin all the time. Yeah. It's just sin all the time. <laughs> right? It's just like it's like it's not like a quite like their version, right? But it's it's not like San Francisco caught on fire. Right. right. You know? Yeah. Like some rich people houses burned down and then the woods were on fire. Like yeah. it, what a bunch of fucking druids are taking in the crapper. Like what the we're all like, dancing around a tiny stone edge. <laughs> little druids out what there. What the fuck? He keeps devastating places that nobody lives. Yeah, <laughs> he's sure he's stirring up a bunch of shit out in the middle of the ocean with those hurricanes. Yeah, right. right? Like, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess in the Philippines and like the, there must be a lot of sin conveniently located by the tectonic yeah. plates and or the jet stream. Right? <laughs> yeah. What? I, I, I love that they talk about as if we've never had any of these natural disasters. These are all before. new. We've had all now, you know, if we're starting to talk about, there's a lot uh, getting more frequent. That's true. That yeah. is true. But you know, that's climate change. Maybe climate change. Right? Yeah. Coming up on the land. And burning the land. So <clears throat> I think, you know, this year uh, we were approaching spending about a billion dollars a day in America, just America, almost a billion dollars a day headed towards, it was 300 plus billion a couple of months ago in natural disasters and that is getting worse every year. It is getting worse every year. Like you said, climate change might be a cause. Yeah, might, we should do something about the root cause of that. Why do it's you not think, who's fucking who? Why do you think, and this is a serious question, yeah. why do you think none of these guys jump on the climate change thing? As this, look, we know God's slow. We know God does this stuff in a sort of very you know, in a methodical way. He's punishing us through climate change. We need to change our ways. Send me all your money. Why don't they pull this out and say, no, climate change is real and God is doing it. And because we the solutions for climate change won't affect the moral behaviors they want to control. <clears throat> that's a good answer. That's my, yeah, that's right. My right. Yeah. Cause you know, you can still suck a dick and yeah. What if a gay guy yeah. came up with a fucking carbon puller yeah, outer for exactly. the environment or he just drives a prius right know? yeah like what <laughs> chances are he does and i think the only one who has discernment on why this is happening seem to be the insurance companies why can't we say the only one who knows why do we have to say who has discernment? i love that though discernment i have some discernment in my pocket I thought you were just Went happy to, the to store. see me. I don't that Got what a big thing of discernment. They sell it in a gym. That, they sell it in a Jim Baker bucket now. Discernment. They use that word yeah. so weird <laughs> all the time that I'm actually at the point where I'm unclear. Yeah, I don't even I know what it means. Know that I don't know what it means. Yeah. yeah, I'm at a place where I'm like, I guess I don't know. That it's word. like when you say the word "put" a bunch of times. You're like, "Put" is that right? <laughs> P U T. Yeah. Wait, what? Hold put? on. Let's let's check. 
Alexa, what does discernment mean? No, that's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) They're the only ones that call it. These are acts of God. They call them acts of God. They really are. You say, well, is America under judgment? Of course we are. No, America's not under judgment. We're a giant planet fitness. It's a judgment-free zone around here. <laughs> I have no judgment. No lunkers here in America. So, Tom, um, it is time for another round of Vulgarity for Charity. We are rolling through the people who uh, donated money to modestneeds.org, chose somebody to roast, and we are roasting them. Remember that, you know, even if you're not going to get a roast out of it, you can still donate to modestneeds.org. You can help a family in in need. Maybe they're a federal worker family. I suspect there's going to be a lot more modest needs. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Like real soon. Yeah. So, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. Head over there. Well, let's get started. All right, Cecil, here's a bunch of dorky shit that you got to make fun of, man. All right, okay. I want you to do it in your worst old timey voice. All right, here we go. All right, this is for Edgar, Game of Thrones, and for Gene, Jon Snow. All right, all right. Thou art but a soap opera for men, the weakest of men. Your show has more incest than a West Virginia orgy. <laughs> and Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, you sleep with one of your siblings and you don't choose Sansa? Be gone, fool. Be gone. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You read Shakespeare, I did, you cunt. I did. I'm fucking around. And I, I read like five of those books, yeah, so right, I'm just right. fucking around. Uh, All right. Uh, Daniel's D&D buddies. Okay. Ah, uh, my good friends, Brett and Bass. Is it Bass or Bass? I'm not quite sure. Although he's big enough to be a Bass, I guess. <laughs> good morrow to thee. I expect you to venture outside once a fortnight, but thou hast failed your saving throw against the outside and hygiene. Hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, Master Cecil DuPont for Master Zygmunt and Lady Jorun. Jorun? <laughs> Jorun. Lady Jorun. Master Cecil, you are the bluntest sword in the kingdom. What a disgrace to have the same name as thou. You are of the poorest instruments, duller than any great thaw. What the fuck? What does that even mean? Ziggy's going to get it. Ziggy's going to get it. Ziggy's going to get it. Ziggy, that's who he just said. Master Sigmund. listening. (laughs) All right, we got a lot of requests from other podcasts, so let's roast them. Like we're leaving a one-star review on iTunes. Oh, this will be them. yeah. This I'm used to this. So and right, I'm gonna Wayward Willis podcast uh, wants us to roast the Secular Soup podcast. I'll go ahead and take that I've one. Never uh, heard of that Secular Soup? What is that? Secular Soup, one star. While secular, even broth has more flavor and body than this supposed soup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian wants us to roast the Waiting for Wrath show. One star. The only thing I was waiting for was for it to end. <laughs> Thankfully, I was in a terrible car accident, which damaged my hearing irreparably. The bright side being, of course, not having to listen to this again. (laughs) Okay, here's mine. You remember that famous pundit from Wyoming? Yeah, neither does anyone else. Literally no stars. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> also, the Waiting for Wrath podcast sent a donation into roast one of the hosts, Big Gay Jim, and the AIDS charity he works for and raises money for. Such a good charity. WYOAIDS.org. I know we donated five hundred dollars to really nice yeah. people. Yeah. All right, uh, Big Gay Jim, we wouldn't need that AIDS charity if you had just behaved. <laughs> oh shit! This doesn't Jesus make up Christ. for what you've done. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Daniel wants to kick us when we're down. And roast the Citation Needed podcast. Oh, so rude. All right, here we go. It's terrible. Citation Needed is the Michael Jordan baseball career of podcasts. All right, I'll go. Citation <laughs> what? The, you don't get that. I don't. I don't. I, I thought he played basketball. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, did he play baseball too? A couple years he was terrible really? at it. He's so bad at it. What team did he play on? Uh, he was in the Triple A's for the Sox, I think. Oh. So he was in the Triple so A. He never even made it up to the major leagues. <laughs> There was no way I was going to know that. I knew you wouldn't. Oh, that's some trivial. And the best part is the best part, even explaining to you, it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Andy, not Wilson, wants us to hear about the incredulous release schedule. So no, no, no. That's absurd. No one wants to hear about the incredulous release schedule. But I guess if you need an update, you can tune in live to their next show at QED 2020. <laughs> a whole year away. They were a year apart uh, later than the last show I know, at QED. I know. This one's going to be two years I, apart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. I have no idea how I'm going to do this, but Guy wants uh, a roast of Marsh. All right. So this is, I'm going to do this in the form of a one-star review. Hate the newly rebranded show title. Should have stuck with Be Reasonably Skeptical. <laughs> this show is the overly polite close talker of podcasts. <laughs> all right. James was asking for a roast of bad retail customers. All right. Well, I actually worked retail sales for many years, and I, I learned this. There are some people that enjoy wielding the small, petty power that they have over the people in the world whose livelihood relies on sustaining their abuse with equanimity. But here's something they probably never stop to consider. We are spitting on your food. <laughs> we are dropping your boxes in our warehouse. We are deleting your receipts so you can't return your shit. We are making you wait for things on purpose. We are signing you up for spam and sales calls, and we are purposely not offering you discounts we can offer you. Your life is a little worse because you are a dick, and the best part is that you are too stupid to realize it. <laughs> All right. Karen was also looking for a takedown of her sister's boyfriend. Go at it, Tom. Oh, my God, Jeff with a G. You're like a million years G. old. <laughs> And you're dating a woman 30 years your junior? Oh, that's nice. I can't imagine what kind of incriminating photos you have on this poor woman, but let her go, man. You look like you're six months tops out from needing your ass wiped with assistance. <laughs> so I mean, like, mean. Can you even date Jesus. when you're in hospice? Jesus Christ. What do you do, Jeff, with a G? Take her out for pudding cup before turning in at 4 p.m.? Jesus. That's so mean. Davey wants you to roast his ex-friend, Chris, Tom. Chris, uh, here's the thing, man. Someday you might get what's coming to you. You might. You might not. Who knows? I don't know. But here's what is definitely true. People will cycle in and out of your life, and you will always be lonely for it. <laughs> and you will always struggle. It's always so dark. And no matter what else happens, there won't be anyone stable in your life to really love you. Or care about you when you're gone. After we're done with these roasts, I feel like I just know, go need to go see somebody for a hug. Like, I just need to be like, give me a hug. I don't care who you are. Yes, homeless person, that's fine. I'm addicted to Rage Hall. <laughs> Here's something. 
let's talk for a minute about atheist conferences. We get a lot of requests yeah. for all different kinds of atheism-related things and atheism-related people. So, Tom, this one requires you. Atheists aren't humanists for Jeannie in Vermont. All right. Um, so Jeannie sent us an, an email, um, and this is this is really for the too big for your britches, guys. Jeannie, I'm happy to help. This community, this is a funny one. It's small. It's insular. It's full of a lot of big fish unaware of the size of their pond. Oh, shit. <laughs> and if there is anything less appealing, anything more laughable, anything more absurd and silly and narcissistic and shamefaced and outright stupid, if there's anything worse than not knowing that the tiny smattering of minuscule notoriety you may have in a community of people desperate for just a few voices to behave like human beings... It's all just an illusion that you owe to the good nature of others. And when you think that you deserve to be taken seriously as some kind of celebrity while you spend your weekends drinking at a Crown Point Plaza, you are, no matter your stature, small. No shit, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, Daniel donated so you could talk about the organizers of ReasonCon. Oh, hey, hey, guys, you, you know what the atheist community needs. A hotel that smells like their moldy living rooms and a bar that closes <laughs> at 9.30. Maybe you could splurge next year on an MC with his own teeth? I don't know. See if you can dig him up out of a fucking pier somewhere in Georgia. Oh, my God. All right. Hey, another staple of Atheist Cons. Polyamorous John wants a roast of polyamory. Oh, I mean, you might as well double up. It's not like anyone else is going to fuck either of you. <laughs> the atheist community isn't loose because they don't have the hangups with sex. They're loose because it's literally the first time anyone's ever asked that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, this next one isn't so much of a product of an atheist conference, but it definitely fucking applies. People who stand on the left on the escalator. This is for you, Ben. 93 million miles from Earth, a powerful nuclear reaction took place. And that light produced by our sun traveled eight and a half minutes, filled photosensitive cells with energy to help them grow. It was harvested by humans, packaged and sold to your fat ass. So maybe burn a fucking single calorie of energy it would take to shift your giant ass to the side so all the suckers who actually can climb a stair can get the fuck by. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> all right, here's another staple of atheist cons. Hemant, Meta, and Pugs. Oh, this one's for Mike. I am not going to burn the bridge with a friendly atheist, man. We got half yeah, our yeah. fucking stories from that guy. <laughs> That's not happening. Pugs, on the other hand, yeah. Pugs are the Rocky Dennis of dogs. If you don't know who Rocky <laughs> Dennis is, he's the kid from the movie Mask with Cher with the fucking lumpy face. I don't know if you remember this. It looks like a catcher's mitt. Anyway, <laughs> it's like someone bred two inside out raccoons. <laughs> You take every single worthwhile trait out of a wolf and you'll have an animal that a pug would look up to. Oh. All right. Here's one that's interesting. American Jesus. That comes up a lot, right? This one's for Jesse. I know why am I going to do this. American Jesus is best Jesus. He hates all the right things, the immigrants and liberals. You can tell how great he is by his sweet no step on snack flag. Snack. American Jesus <laughs> kicks Middle Eastern Jesus' ass and takes his oil. <laughs> All right, so here's a group of people who wanted to roast, and a lot of these are their friends. Let's roast each of these losers by just mentioning what the best thing that could possibly happen to them would be. So Najib wants us to roast his best friend, Stapler. Uh, Cecil, that's, that's not a typo. This guy is called 
Stapler. And the guy's name's Stapler? There's no way you could convince me that this guy could keep anything together. <laughs> he looks like one of his eyes told the other he would meet him up back. <laughs> and there's no way you guys aren't sitting. By the way, in this photo, there's no way. You guys aren't sitting down to play Dungeons and Dragons in this photo. There's a fucking crown royal bag and a mechanical pencil in the fucking <laughs> foreground. The best thing that could happen to this guy is he trips head first into a wood chipper so his haircut would be even. <laughs> William wants a roast of his not friend, Anders. All right. The best thing that could happen to Anders is that his dumbass Thor necklace gets stuck on the third rail in his subway and Hillary Clinton completes the circuit by pissing on oh. him. Oh. Stephanie donated so she can hear a roast of her nearly 40 best friend, Rachel. Oh, okay. <sighs> Ooh, almost 40. I wouldn't have guessed she was a day over 39, Tom, by looking at this photo. I see you're dressed like Billy Idol. Now both you and your car are something loud and useless from the previous decade. <laughs> the best thing that could happen to you is that saltines box on the table behind you grows big enough and swallows you because you're the biggest goddamn cracker I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, Kyle requested Cortland. All right, Cortland. Uh, you asked for some advice on how to cope with loneliness. Make some fucking friends. <laughs> or if you're you, get a dog and a prostitute and settle in. This is your life now. You're in it for the long haul. <laughs> All right, um, Chris wanted to hear one of Paul. Oh, holy shit, Paul. You're a roast of yourself. Like you look like a roast. That's what I mean by that. A cheap, shitty roast. An undercooked, floppy hunk of meat with googly eyes stapled to it. You're like Mrs. Potato Head somehow media abortion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kyle wanted a roast of Tate. No, no. There's no need for a roast of Tate. Just like there is no need for Tate. For real. No one needs you. <laughs> Jesus. All right. G donated for two of his unnamed friends. All right. The best thing that could happen to you guys is that they merged you both into a single human. That way you would have a normal muscle mass. <laughs> And an IQ of 75. <laughs> All right, Tom, David wanted me to roast medieval reenactments and you to roast people who majored in English lit. So I'm going to go first. Hey, reenactors, you know what else is period? Bullying. Give me your fucking lunch money, you nerds. <laughs> All right, majoring in English lit is the best way to make sure no one has to error correct your suicide <laughs> note. <laughs> All right. Jonathan dislikes Steve Harvey enough to pay for a roast, Tom. Have at it. You know, man, like Steve Harvey is one of those celebrities I always have to Google <laughs> because I keep forgetting why so anyone pays him else. any money. And then like I Google him and I start to look at the Google results and I find instead that I'm watching videos of kids dying in Syria <laughs> because at least they're not fucking boring. <laughs> All right. Rebecca wanted us to roast the Air Force of which she has been a part for 15 years. How the fuck can I roast the only branch of our military where most of the enlisted can read? <laughs> All right, Tom. Someone requested a Tom burning of them. So this one is, is for and about John. John, uh, here's the thing. For most people, I would say social anxiety is unwarranted. But in your case, no, man, you should be anxious. <laughs> people probably don't like you for very good reasons. Oh, my God. Think about it, John. Most of your life, you were a loser. What makes you think you can change now? Remember, dropping a little weight doesn't change your personality. <laughs> Jesus. Moving quickly on, I'll take the next selfie. That's so mean. Maxwell wants a roast of his mustache. <laughs> just specific. I know, it's super specific. And actually, it's funny because he only sent a picture of his mustache, <laughs> of his mustache and that's it. 
You look like you'd have a mustache Danny Bonaducci would have if he was in a very special episode of Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> One with herpes under it. You look like someone cut the top of a strawberry blonde Christmas tree <laughs> off. All right, Andy is looking for a little self-immolation time. Oh, God. I'm, Andy, I'm tired. I'm cranky. And in this moment, looking at you is not helping. <laughs> you know how there's inside voices, Andy? Well, there's also inside faces. <laughs> Yours is an inside face, inside Andy. Faces. <laughs> Take that. All right. We both know Jeff Blackwell. He's a guest and friend of the yeah. show, American Atheist, and he wants his self-basting. So here goes. Hey, Jeff, haven't heard from you in a while. You busy creating new safe words for your board members? <laughs> I just want to remind you that they're atheists, so don't use any pork products as safe words. No pork chop was ever safe around an atheist, Jeff. You're an atheist, Jeff. So are you. Shut the fuck up, Tom. All right. All right. All right. Fuck yeah. you. All right. All right. This last one of the self-haters is Aaron, and he requested a roast. Uh, Aaron looks like one of those guys who grows his own yeast for his homebrew and his beard and then doesn't it's tell you beard. about it. Until you had a fucking drink of it. And now it's in your mouth. And you're sick and you're angry. And soon you can feel the arterial pounding of his neck between your hands. But fuck you, Aaron. And your stupid tricks and being so funny. And he's getting weaker now. And you should stop. But you don't care. Because all he can do is look at you with that infuriating, stupid fucking face. And when the light goes out in his eyes and you're done shaking his corpse like a fucking rag doll, instead of feeling ashamed or scared or remorseful, you see his dumb head lifelessly staring back at you. And you know you've done the right thing. Okay. Okay, so that Let's worked out. Good. Uh, here are a few famous people. Let's do them in the form of a limerick. Thanks, Cecil. Uh, Cassandra. <laughs> you like the limericks, don't you? I like reading them. Uh, Cassandra requests Ama. Uh, okay. There once was a woman named Ama who looked like a very old grandma. Her religion was love. Something, something, a dove. <laughs> I don't know how to rhyme. This woman's a liar and a thief. <laughs> That's true. All right. Uh, Charles wants William Schobelin. Okay. William Schobelin was once a priest, even though he knows the private number of the beast. <laughs> he made a deal with the devil to beard at such a high level. He knew Hitler, so that's why his YouTube count increased. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anonymous asked for Eric C. Khan. Shit. Um, fuck. I, I can do this. No, Let's can't. see. I can't. No, can't. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Eric C. Khan stole money, which isn't funny. Nope. <laughs> he stole from the disabled and... Wait, what? Who steals from the disabled? Something, something raped in prison. <laughs> okay. All right. And Skeptic Brett wants Elon Musk. There once was a billionaire from L.A. who blamed the media for the negative picture they like to portray. They're just a bunch of Jews, he'd say of the news <laughs> when they'd shit on his speed of sound subway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the wrap for our Vulgarity for Charity. Uh, we are going to be continuing on with this. If you didn't hear your roast, don't worry. Uh, we are going to get to it, we promise. But we had so many. It was such an out outpouring of support. We need to uh, we need to try to have other show other than just Vulgarity for yeah, Charity. We could just, you know, it, 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 this is a problem we're very pleased to have. Yeah. Is that we had such an outpouring yeah. of support yeah. for such a wonderful organization. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our most recent patrons. And so they put in the long name 
of that uh, Icelandic volcano, the Eflakafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafalafal
on Tuesday announced a bill that would take $10 million from the state's current nearly $2 million surplus for the wall. I love that idea that they're right. taking $10 million. It's yeah. even less than the GoFundMe raised. You know, <laughs> let's, uh, let's go ahead. It's like less than the GoFundMe. $10 million. Let's see. Uh -huh. Okay, there we go. Get that divided by $22 billion. Still adding zeros. There we go. And there we go. Okay, good. We've got that. Uh, anyone's wondering, that is 0. 0.00045%. Oh, percent. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It, it, it's 0.0045%. Okay. Right. Yeah, forgive me. Okay, wow. Uh, of the way there. So we're almost there, We're guys. almost there, nearly there. Yeah. Just so another if, lots if we get to go. Several thousand more states that all do the same thing. We're in it. I think for you know, as long as we get like, yeah, we're right. You're at a, you're at a tolerance of thousands yes. at this point. Yeah. So we so, need thousand more states. No problem. One thousand more states to give ten million, and then boom, that's a good, that's a problem billion. solved. <laughs> problem solved. That's, we got an image from Aaron, and it's of the hamburger. <laughs> hamburger. So we're gonna post it on this week's show notes. I love I love this so much. Oh gosh, this this is. You know, while this is also the most terrifying timeline, this is the best timeline. It's so <laughs> this funny. Is the best timeline. Look, uh, I know that we took like a sharp left. Oh yeah, in that space time yeah. continuum, and like I, I look around all the time, yeah. like no way is this real. <laughs> yeah, no There's way. literally no way any of this yeah. is really happening. Yeah. But would you see a picture of Donald Trump as president with that fucking? Face of yeah. his <laughs> standing in front of a pile of fast food burners. <laughs> it really this is America you know, to me. I man. will say, I will say, like I spend my night sometimes, and I'll hear a low flying plane, and I'll think to myself, "Do I have only a few moments to live?" <laughs> and then I'll also sit back and be like, "No, this is genuinely the best timeline." Some days, <laughs> I don't know, I'm very conflicted on the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh, we, hope, we hope you guys enjoyed the latest installment of Vulgarity for Charity. Um, we will be uh, hopefully doing more of those very soon. Um, keep your ears posted to uh, when we do it and when the scathing guys do it. There's still a bunch more to go. So if you haven't heard yours yet, don't worry. Uh, in the future, we will be uh, doing a lot more of these. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this.
The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.